First and foremost, Lilu Nishmas, Reb Aaron Ben Shraga Feivel, who I was supposed to say that his, the shear was, in, whoever is not muted, please mute yourselves. Gary, I know, but I hear the whole background. It's very disturbing. Thank you. Thanks. Uh, in commemoration of my mother's yard site, Yochevet Bas Yaakov, mom loved going to Shiurim, even though she never had any formal Jewish education, being part of the Chevra made her day. I started learning with you when the new cycle started with the eight minute daf. I always thought when I had time, I would move on to full daf. Well, Corona hit in mid-March. We were sent home to Zoom, teach, and I have not missed a full daf since. Ah, so keep on going. Bez Hashem, we'll finish this together with Zoom. I do it for my mom. She would, not have, she would have loved this. I am your West Orange, New Jersey representative, Craig Goldman. No, so I guess Craig Goldman is going to be doing a Sion Bezer Hashem in West Orange. The Oilam is invited. Whoever lives next to him is invited. Um, there's an email here. Let's see if I can find it real quickly. Since I am very prepared here. Uh, just bear with me one second. Ooh, there's a lot of emails since then. All right. Um, so you know what? I'll just say about Peh. Basically, um, Yeshua Aaron Price's father, who's a chaplain in the army, and Yeshua, as we know, grew up in Korea, followed his father around the world. I don't know that he had a choice. So his father sent in Ha'ara, a major Ha'ara, that I guess I've been saying on, on Tiltul, I've been saying touching, where Tiltul really means moving. Okay, so we're, we take the Ara, Yishkoyach, keep on watching. Tonight's daf is a classic daf. It's a beautiful, beautiful daf. What? What'd you say? You're looking beautiful tonight. Yishkoyach, you like the, the start of the beard? Thanks. Listen, leave those Ha'aras for Avi Kamiansky. You, you just stick to, to getting everything going here. All right, Raboisai, come along, join the ride. It's an amazing daf. <laughs> oh, by the way, Gary, Raboisai, say to him for Gary. Even if he says, if he's going to be saying funny things tonight, it's only because he might have COVID. I'm pretty sure he does. And he sits right next to me every day uh, in the base measure. So I'm, I'm a little concerned, and you guys should also be. It's not just you or me. It's <laughs> oh, I think Shmuel is leaving. <laughs> All right, turn around, on. Davkov Chazayin Omed Aleph Raboisai. Now, we just finished off on Friday. Rabbi Yudah holds of Muktza. Rabbi Shimon doesn't hold of Muktza. So if you have a whole Oitzer, you have a storage with wheat, according to Rabbi Shimon, it's not Muktza. This is going according to Rabbi Yudah. Rabbi Yudah says, according to Rabbi Yudah, there is Muktza. Torah Baron, Ein Matchilam Ba'Oitzer Tchila. You don't start moving around the wheat on Shabbos. If you go into the warehouse, you have a warehouse, and you want to be able to move it, so what do you do? You start moving it with your feet. You go in and out, and with your feet, you move the stuff to the side. What's going on here? We said you can't start doing it. You can't start moving around stuff. So it's with your feet. 
I cheated a little bit, I went to the end, it's with your feet, it's not with your hands. Tiltum and atzad, tiltum begufai. That's okay. There's actually machlagis here, the Chazanish and the Chavetz Chaim, whether it means that you do this on purpose, or it happens to be, you just go in and you go out. Could you, is it a one-time thing, or you need to make room, so you keep on going in and out. Tonar Abana. You have piled up wheat. You started using it. So what did you show by using it? You showed that you want to use it. So it's not there for storage. Therefore, you're allowed to use it on Shabbos. But if you didn't start using it on Erev Shabbos, also the stopping of Shabbos, then it's also the Ribshin. So the Gemara says, wait, what's going on here? Rib Shimon says, it's a problem. Rebacha says it's mutter. Klapalai, it should be the exact opposite. We know in the home of Shabbos, especially we just learned about Shittas Rib Shimon, there's no muksa when it comes to storage. So how are you telling me that he's the one that asks? Okay, says the Gemara. You're right, it's Rib Shimon that's mater. What does it mean? How much is considered an oitzar? According to Rashi, lesech. Lesech is 15 saw. So if you have 15 saw, that's the shear of an oitzer. Now, the Ran points out a very interesting thing. Five kupas, which the Mishnah says, four or five, five, each kupa is three saw. So if you, three times five is 15. So the Ran Taina is that we're talking about how much are you allowed to remove from, the, from a room, which equals to lesech, which is 15. Okay, we're just repeating, it's a lesach. The Mishnah says four or five boxes. So what's going on here? So we have a, a technical shiloh here. What's, what's better? What do you think is better, to carry a heavy weight less times or to walk a lot with lesser weight? In other words, do I do five trips and each trip I have three saw? Or do I do 15 trips with one saw each? It's a lot of walking, but I'm not exerting myself on Shabbos. So what's, what's better on Shabbos? What would you say? What seems logical? Less walking? Very heavy, less walking. Eh, I wouldn't have said that. But okay, you're, you're Muhammad to the Gemara. Says the Gemara, Alma, Lumudibi Tashma, the Tani Chada, Mifanam Afilu In one place it says you can remove four or five kupais. Kupais is a box, a box full of oil and wine. 15 boxes, 10 boxes, 15 boxes. My lab, welcome to So how do you explain the price? Is it 5 or it's 10 and 15? Which one is it? The, the first price that says you take 5 boxes because it's better to take heavy weight and less trips. Another one says no. Less weight, more trips. 15 trips is better than 5 trips with heavy weight. No, they all say the same thing. We're not talking about 15 boxes. What's inside the box? 
The boxes are the same. It's five boxes. How many are in the box? In the box, you have a giant barrel of wine or oil. When you have ten trips, it's because you're taking two barrels. It's like a box of wine. You know, you, have, you go to the store, you have a box of 12, 12 bottles of wine. So the question is, how many bottles of wine? Are you taking these, the magnums, the, the, the two liters in there, or are you taking the, the 750 mil? That's the, but it's the same box. You take, you're carrying the same weight. The question is, how many smaller bottles inside that box? How much time are you being Michal Shabbos? Maybe, maybe, maybe distance is time. Maybe that's what it is. The, the amount of time. That's what a trip means. Trip is distance. Distance. It's not the distance as much as the time you're spending being Michal, exerting yourself. It's one and the same almost. So you're saying you're saying that's why you picked weight because it's two against one. What? Yeah. Correct, but he says the tircha is, is a longer time. I'm, I'm being matriach longer. For me personally, by the way, just the reason why I said logically for me it meant different is I think if you carry a very heavy weight, would you rather carry one refrigerator up a flight of stairs or two halves? Uh, to me, it just makes sense. You do two halves. Yes, you have to climb up the stairs twice, but each one is, is nothing. One heavy, very heavy thing is, is, is too much. It's exerting. You have to rest for half an hour afterwards. It's just logically, to me, that's what makes sense. In other words, like you can't handle refrigerator Yeah, but if you could handle it easy, so that you can handle it easy, obviously you're not going to make extra trips for no reason. You're not carrying small bags that don't weigh much, and you want to break those small bags into two. You're you're carrying something that's pretty exerting. Just if you carry it in two times, it won't, I don't. Know. I personally, at this age, I prefer to go twice with less weight. That's how I do it. When I was younger and dumber, I used to do it one time, then I used to suffer. You sit there back, can't move for an hour. Why? Okay. Yibailu. Hani arba v'chomish The Mishnah that says you could take out four or five boxes. Avagav tuva. What if you have ten guests? It's a limit, the limit is four or five, or it's per guest. Is it one person, the Balabayas, he could take all 20 boxes out? Let's say it goes by guest. So I have four guests, I take out 20 boxes. Could I do it myself? Or I have to enlist the guest, or maybe I enlist my kids? Who does it? Toshma. There was once Rebbe. Now we're going to see the same exact story, just two different names. Now it's Rebbe. He noticed that the Bismarck they gave him to borrow was very, not enough room for all his Tamidim. They didn't realize how popular it was. The Yotzel He said, you know what, let's go outside. I know it's hot, but we got to go out there. He found a field full of bushels of wheat. And he moved them all on Shabbos. So it says here that Rebbe, the Nasi, he, the, the Goladar, moved everything. How did he move everything, says Rashi? He moved them, pachos, pachos, amos. That's the Rabbanon. I move it three and a half amos, or 3.9 amos. I stop. 
Move it 3.9 amas, that's how you go. The entire field like that, Rebbe himself, he needed to make room for his Talmidim, he wanted to do it himself. It's unbelievable. So you stop right here and you go, there's a whole Musa Shmuz there. Look what Rebbe did. Rebbe, who's the Galadar, in order so that his Talmidim should learn Torah, look what he did. The only problem is Rashi ruined it for me. Same story. So what's the bottom line? Why did Rebbe move the entire field? Because he had a lot of guys. There was a lot of Bacharim there. There's a lot of Yeshiva guys. He had to move. For a hundred guys he had to move. Says the Gemara, it's not a great raya. So we still don't know what's going on here. Why? Tashma vima Rebbe utameich Rebbe nafsheimir. So it says that Rebbe did it himself, but how could that be? Says Rashi, he was a nasi, and since he's a nasi, it's impossible that he did it. He wouldn't. It's below his dignity to do so. I was very depressed when I saw this Rashi, but then I looked in Taisvus utameich Rebbe nafsheimir. Pirush calls the kula, so Taisvus saves the day. We go with Rashi always, but just for this, Rebbe did it. But what do you think, Rebbe did hundreds of bundles? How could he do it in one day? He can't do it in one day. Yeah, so so Taisvus goes away from this nasi business. No, it's not below his dignity. It's for Taira. Just it's impossible that Rebbe did it himself. Therefore, I don't have a good right from here. Elatziva v'imer. He told other people to do it. So maybe, we don't know, from, we still don't know the answer. Perhaps if you have many guests, each person that's hosting is entitled to take away four to five boxes. You ask your wife to take four to five boxes, you ask your, your children, whatever, but you yourself do not take out 20 boxes. Worse comes to worse, you tell the guest to take away for himself. Here goes. Here goes that guy, the beautiful stuff. To invite guests is just as important as getting up early in the morning to learn Torah. It says that they're in the Mishnah. Two times that you could sort of exert yourself on Shabbos. We weren't talking about Mokta. We're talking about expending energy on Shabbos. Instead of resting, you're exerting yourself. When? so that people can learn Torah, and so you see that they're equal. Says the It's even more important. What comes first in the Mishnah? comes first, and then Finally, we're in Shabbos Daf Kuf Yehuda Freilich scores a point. I have a big machlag. What's more? What's chashav? Taira, gemilz chasadim. Finally, here, gemilz chasadim. He's right. According to this gemara, gemilz chasadim, or doesn't say gemilz chasadim. Chasasarchem at least more chashav than getting up early in the morning to learn Taira. Omer Rabbi Omer Rav. It's not just from the beginning of brachas. I've been holding. I've been going since I don't know Sanhedrin maybe. I have a whole thing full. Omer Rabbi Omer Rav. Gedolah chasasarchem makbolas pnei shchina. Famous Gemara, it's more important to 
host guest, then talking to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. It's incredible if you think about it. Avram Avinu was talking to the Rebbe Shalom, talking to him. He says, "Excuse me, I got to take care of the guest." He puts Hakadosh Baruch on the side. Who in the world would do such a thing? You finally talking to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Tell Hakadosh Baruch to wait. That's what it says. Dechsev vayimar Hashem. It says Adunoi. So there's a, in Rashi over there, if you look over there, was he talking to the Malachim Achloikas in the Gemara? Was he talking to the Malachim? And Adunoi is not talking about Hashem. It's talking about Kavad to my master, to the to the Arabs, to the Tishmaelim, or he's talking to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and he's telling this Gemara. He says he's talking to Hakadosh Baruch Hashem. Don't say Hashem, because over here in our Gemara it says Vayoymar Hashem. Hey, apostrophe. In other words, the Gemara here is paskining like that man Omar that Aleph Dalit Nun Yud is Hashem. Because it's Machloikas. Over here the Gemara takes it for granted that that word in the Pasuk means Hashem's name. What? That's a mistake. Dalit says Okay, beautiful. Right. Fine. <clears throat> the bottom line is, Avram Avinu put a Kodesh on hold so he could do Achron Sesorchim. Unbelievable. You can't tell a king, uh, hold up, I got a guest. Just want to say over my favorite story about the Chavetz Chaim. <clears throat> one of my favorite, but this one is um, it's a bomb story. There's a kid called Leib. He was 14 years old. And he lived in Stachin. And he was on the way to Stachin to go home from Yeshiva. And the train had a delay. And he realized he's not going to make it to, to home. He's not going to make it home on time for Shabbos. So he asked the conductor, what are the upcoming stops? And one of the stops that the conductor said was Radin. So he got all excited. He said, Radin, the Chavetz Chaim is my grandfather's brother. Let me go find, I'm going to stay by the Chavetz Chaim. He knew he's Galadar. Let me stay by the Chavetz Chaim. I have a great excuse now. So the train stops at Radin. He jumps off the train, goes to the Chavetz Chaim. Knocks on the door. The Rebbezin said, you know, the Chavetz Chaim is in Shul already, giving a drasha. Why do you take a nap? Because he didn't sleep the whole night. He was traveling. So he takes a nap. He wakes up from his nap. He sees the Chavetz Chaim learning by the table. So he goes, oh, Shalom Aleichem, welcome them. And he says, Davin Meiriv, the Kabbal Shavas, I already davened. Come sit down. Kids are, he davens. And as he comes to the table, he screams out to the Rebetzin, Rebetzin, it's time for the meal. Rebetzin comes to the meal, they eat the whole meal, the whole Zmiris, everything. And the Chavetz Chaim excuses himself, goes to sleep. The Bachar, can't fall asleep. So he starts drinking around the house and he sees a clock. And he sees it says four o'clock. Four o'clock. So the next day he asks the Rebbetson, is, is that clock, is it, is it right? It's the right? She goes, yeah. She says, well, I don't understand. We finished the meal at four o'clock in the morning. She says, yeah. You fell asleep. Chavz Chaim came home. He said, if the guest is sleeping, you don't wake him up. Let the Bachar sleep. We'll make the Suda later. He told his wife, go to sleep. I'll wake you up when he's ready. Four o'clock in the morning, they made a suda, three, and he waited up the entire time to Chavetz Chaim. Chavetz Chaim. Omar Rav Yudabar Shiloh, Omar Rav Hasim, Rabbi Yechanan. 
We say this every morning, but not really this thing. So this is a little different than ours. I'm a god of the Talmud Torah, sending your kids off to learn in yeshiva. We have the voice Hamais. What else do we have? And Achras Kala. So, Vadon es chaveroi lekavschus. You see something that could be problematic with your friend, and you come with a good reason why he's done so. Down lekavschus. Eini vanat na neidu dvarm shalom oisam oisam voichol perusam boilam azeh. That's it. By the way, when talking about, there's a beautiful line from the Chazanish in Achnos Asarchim. Chazanish, Rav Brim, Chaim Brim, once got stuck in Bnei Brak, and he went to the Chazanish, and the Chazanish said, sleep by me. So it's an amazing story, because the stipler, Reb Chaim Kinevsky's father, and Reb Chaim Kinevsky's mother, Stipler's Rebetzin, they were schlepping mattresses for Reb Chaim Brim, and the Chazanish was doing it. So Reb Chaim Brim tells the Chazanish, no, no, the, the Rav shouldn't do this. The Rav shouldn't do this. So listen to what he said. He said in Yiddish, I wrote it down, beautiful words. Zayt ven zokta esrig since when does the esrig tell the guy shaking it what it should do? In other words, esrig is a mitzvah. So you have to be the, the mitzvah has to be quiet. You're a You're you're an esrig. You're going to tell me how to do the mitzvah. Don't tell me the, to slow down. <laughs> it's a beautiful lashon. Chazanish is every word he said was mamisha. Okay. Anyway, zok to gemara where. Dafkuf Chov Zayin Omd Beis, sponsored by official for official catering. Huh? That, that Maisu with the Esrog is yeah. a whole different context. Not in this context. Okay. But you heard the words in Yiddish. You have to, if you know Yiddish, how beautiful it is. Since when does the Esrog tell you what it could do with it? What you could do with it. Anyways, but because you, you interrupted smack in the middle, I have to say it again. With today's Dafkuf Chavzayin on Beis is sponsored by official from official catering. By the way, I don't see your face. I see some sort of logo, but not your face. Fine. Hakol Kol Avi. Oh, much better. Zok Dafkuf We continue with the amazing Agadita. Listen to this. These are classic stories. We all know them. You know, Reb Levi Yitzchok Mibarditchev was known to be the, uh, the Dan Lekavschos. There's a famous story that on Tishabov, he saw a Jew sitting on his stoop eating. So he's like, Reb you probably forgot that it's Tishabov. He says, no, no, it's Tishabov. So he said, you probably forgot that it's also to eat on Tishabov. So the guy goes, no, 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 I know it's, it's also. So you're probably very sick. He goes, no, I'm healthy like a horse. <laughs> so he says, Reb Look how truthful the Yidin are. The Mamish, all they say is Emes. Because <laughs> the Ritzchakotan used to say, everything in this world 
has a has a right? David Amel said, even a mosquito, a spider web, look, it's spider web, save him from shoal. But why did Akashbohu create a crooked svara, a crooked brain? People that say shtusim, that are not right. Oh. Must be Akashbohu created a, a svara, a kuma, a crooked svara to be done like Kavschos. For that you need a mamish like think differently. Fine. I'm Baruch Hashem, Akashbohu did not give me a crooked brain. <laughs> I'm, I'm horrible at kafschos. I have to work on it. Hadon chaver lekafschos. Don noisev eschos. Mida connected mida. If you think good about your friend, you see something funny going on. Somebody is mechal shabbos. Let's say don lekafschos. Maybe he had an involuntary jerk of his hand or something, and he turned on the switch. Umaisev adam echad shiorad migolelo elyon v'niskaritzel balabais echad. Says the Gemara, What's very, very interesting is that the Sheiltoi says that this Adam Echad is Rebbe Akiva. Rebbe Akiva, before he became Rebbe Akiva, when he was still in Amaretz, what I don't understand is obviously Rashi knew about the Sheiltoi and he didn't say it. He doesn't say it. Maybe there's a reason. Maybe the Gemara is hiding it for a reason. The Gemara didn't want to say who it was. Maybe it wasn't proper. I don't know. And the, the, the person that he worked for, Rav Zuliezer ben Hurkanus, also somebody that had a late start in life. He worked for somebody, but Doroim Shaloi Shalim. Three years. He was a married man, he had a child, and he worked away from home for three years. All over Shas, you see the concept of Ervim Kippur. That's when people traveled back home. Talmidim used to go for a year. Ervim Kippur, they went home. Ervim Kippur. Oh my Lord, I need to get paid. Can you please pay me my three years? I need to go home. Oh my Lord, sorry, I don't have any cash. Oh my Lord, okay, but I see I have a lot of fruit. Give me some fruit. I'll take fruit. Oh my Lord, I don't have. Tenli Karka, give me some real estate. Ainli. Tenli Behemo, Ainli. Tenli Karuk Sosois, give me something. Give me some clothing, something. Pillows, Ainli. Hifshil Kalev Lachorov, Rebekiva, or Akiva, took his stuff, whatever he had, put it on his shoulder, on his back, on his. Baholach Lebeisay Bepachin Nefesh. He was Tzibrochen, he was a Shever Kli. Nothing. He just worked for three years. He got zero out of it. Zero. He didn't see his family. Nothing. Three years? Zero. Lachar Regel. There are a lot of questions on the story. A lot. I have many questions. Lachar Regel, not al balabai, schar biyoday. Rebbe ben Hurkinus takes all this cash. Vi'imoy masu gimel chamorim. And he takes three donkey loads. Echot shemachal. And he goes to seek out Rebbe Kiva. And if you pay attention here, it says that first they ate and drank. He owes them all this money. Instead of saying, hey, I brought the money. No, let's have a meal. Why? I have no idea. There's something here. After they ate and drank and everything. So Akiva, Rebbe Kiva, he was calm, I guess. I don't know what the pshat is. He says, okay, here, I brought you three donkeys worth. Guess more than what he was deserving. When you asked me to get paid, 
And I said, I have no money. So this is a sugya. This is a story about Dan Kapschos. You don't need any stories of Dan Kapschos. There's nothing greater than this. A guy works for three years and he's done his master, the Kapschos. Amarti says, Akiva, Shema, Prakmatio, Bezol, Nizdam, Maybe before you owed me the money, before I demanded cash, you just happened to have a great deal. So why didn't he trade it out and give him? So give him Pramaktio. Don't know. And says, I don't have animals. You see all these animals roaming around there. Maybe you rented all of them. They're not, they're not in your possession. You did some arisos. Somebody's working the field. So he has ownership on it. He gets 50-50, whatever the deal is. Maybe there's no miser. And I'm an Amaretz. I'm not allowed to give you something that's not Musar. So how come he didn't take miser right away? It's Ervim Kippur maybe. Different, different answers, different things. But there's, there's, there's a lot of good kashas here. My big kasha is, why didn't Rebbe Yezib and Hurkanus tell him right then and there? When he, when he didn't have money, he should have said, this and this happened to me. I'm sorry. I, I, not, not ainly, ainly, ainly. I did business. I did this. I did this. Whatever it is. Maybe there's no maize. Maybe you know everything. Exactly what you said. All through everything you were 100% dead on. Interesting Allah here. My son wasn't learning Torah. He was a dropout from yeshiva. I said, that's it. I'm not giving him anything. So I went. I got a Torah in Dorim. Just like you, we're down me, the Kavschos, Hamakoim, Yodin, Oischol, Ischos. Mishbarchu should take care of you. You hear the Kash, how come you didn't tell him earlier? So you shouldn't feel bad. He shouldn't leave a Pach and Nefesh. He said, Listen, I owe you, I'm going to pay you. But you should know, I made a net there, and this and that. So, okay. Toner Abonon, Maise Bechosed Echod, Shepodo Rivo Achas, Basisro. There's a story with the Chosed. Now, there's a Gemara in Babakama that says, that every time it says su- such a thing, it means so and so. And every time, so the Gemara over there says that every time Rashi brings it down, every time it says Maise bechosed echad, it's referring to either Rabbi Yehuda ben Bava or Rabbi Yehuda Barilai, who's the, the typical Rabbi Yehuda in in Chas. So there's Maise bechosed echad. There's Rabbi Yehuda, one of the Rabbi Yehuda. Shapada Riva Achaz Bas Yisrael. He went. He redeemed a girl that was kidnapped. He brings her to the hotel and puts her in by his bed. He goes to the mikvah as if he's a balkari, as if he has tuma, and he goes to the mikvah and he starts teaching them. Now, if you're a Talmud, you're looking at a Rebbe, what is going on here? First, he takes this girl into the room and then he goes to the mikvah. It's not good, it doesn't look good. You had a savior, you had a protector, because maybe one of us were no good. 
בשושי ירדתי וטבעתי במחשת דוני. אמרנו, שמו במיתוך הדרך עיר הקרי לרבי, maybe our רבי had a קרי. אומר להם, אבוידו ככה אוי, you know, that's exactly what happened. ואתם כשם שדנתו לי לכף זכוס, המוקים יודעים אצלכם לכף זכוס, ושבזויכו לכף זכוס, שבידן יהיו לכף זכוס. I just saw two beautiful פשוטים. The Birkas HaZevach says that according to Rabbi Yehuda, he comes to answer, why does Rashi here say that you should know that it's Rabbi Yehuda? I don't have the problem. It's great that Rashi says it. But in other places in Shas, when it says, Rashi doesn't go out of his way to explain to you who it is. Why Dafka over here? So he says beautifully. Because Rabbi Yehuda is of the, of the Shita that a Balkari cannot learn Torah. So therefore, he had, a, he, had a, he had explained that it was Rabbi Yehuda that went to the mikvah. Because we hold that Bakari could learn Torah. Rabbi Yehuda holds not. And another pshat I saw from the, who was it? The Shalom Meshav, I think it was. That he says that Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Loi holds that uh, uh, the, what does he say? He says that, that he holds that a Shvuya protects herself. And Memela what? I forgot what it has to do with here. Kids are, it's Rabbi Huda Lashitasai with a Shvuya. Okay, fine. Says the Gemara. They, they needed something from this prominent guy, a woman. They were all mezana with her. I'll go. He removed this tefillin four amas away from her. From the door, v'nichnas, v'noala does b'fnei, and he locked the door. Now, this is a big problem. She's like a zayna, sort of. Achas sheyotzo yorad v'toval v'shonal talmidov. Ooh, he goes to the mikvah. It's terrible. It it does not look good. V'omer lehem shosh chalatzi tefillin v'mechajatuni. Do you think I was thinking of my tefillin so I could have relations? Amarnu kasover rebi loykonsa divrik dusha v'mokem tuma. You're going into a tuma place. Got to remove the tefillin. Maybe they, they have to talk something private. So why did I go to the mikvah? Maybe while she was talking, she sprayed a little bit spit on him. And the goya has alacha v'zava. And therefore, he's carrying, and, 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 and roik is avatuma. And therefore, he became Tomei, so he had to go to the mikvah. Says the Gemara, that's exactly what happened. I felt her spit. And the tefillin and everything else. Alright, back to Shabbos. We learned in the Mishnah that you're allowed to move certain items that are not mokta, such as truma, meiser, that the Levi took off the Truma for the, for the Kayan, etc. Says the Gemara, each and every one of the Mishnah, going into tomorrow as well, we're going to have to see, each and every one has a Chiddush. 
When it says truma, maiserishon, and then it says, but tevel is mukta, if you didn't take, each thing has a chiddush. Mifanim truma tahira, pshita, loitzricha, the mancha beyad Yisrael. What happened was that the truma is not in the hand of the coin. The Yisrael is not allowed to eat it. So perhaps it's considered mukta because he can't do anything with it, the Yisrael. At the end of the day, there's a coin in the neighborhood somewhere, and it's okay for him to eat it. So it's not mokts in your house. So remember this for a second, just this idea that it doesn't have to be you, it doesn't have to be in your house, it could be a coin somewhere else. That's also considered roi. What's the mind? You have fruit that you don't know, you got from an Amaretz, you bought from a guy that. You must look if he took trumas and maizras. The ma'ay ole chazilei. So the, why is that not mukta? Says the Gemara, the famous concept, even though you are wealthy, right now, you could be mafkir in a chasim. And we're talking about on Shabbos, by the way. On Shabbos, mafkir in a chasim. So there's a whole deal here. Could be mafkir on Shabbos, you can't. Mafkir in vavaoni. So you yourself can make it ra'oi for you. You could eat the mai. Aani could eat the mai. Ashnami chazilei. Tisnan machinam sani dmai v'zachsani dmai. The what? An ani, you have to support a poor person, so you let it take dmai. Dmai is not the biggest deal because we're assuming that most likely trumas and maizers were taken. Chachamim says you can't eat it. So for a poor person, give him, give him the mic. Achsanya, the soldiers coming. Again, same kind of idea. We have to support the soldiers, give them the mic. The Gemara just continues to say that idea. You cannot. They say you could feed on the mic. Just want to point out Toysavis. The Toysavis says, at the end of the day, why don't we just say, this demai is for per- poor person. There's plenty of poor people all over the place that can eat the demai. Why does he have to say that you yourself could be mafkir in a chasim, and then you could eat demai? Just like we said a second ago by truma, all you need to do is find a kayin. You yourself are never going to turn into a kayin, but you can find a kayin neighbor. So too you can find a poor person neighbor. So he says, okay, it's better to say that you yourself. Fine. Well, other Rishonim say different things. Maizer Rishonim, so what's going on here? Pull this out from Brachas. Step number one, really over here is Bikurim. Forget Bikurim now. We're talking about Trumas Meisers. Bikurim is also a type of uh, Truma. Step number one is you give Truma Gedoyla, which is approximately 2%. If you're very large, you give 4%, more or less, whatever. Then, after you take Druma G'dayla, you have to take, from the 98% that you have left over, you take Maiser Rishon, which is 10% of the 98%, 9.8%. From that Maiser Rishon, the, forget Maiser Shani for a second, Trumas Maiser. The Levi that receives the 10%, he has to give Trumas Maiser. Now, the halacha is, there's a chiyuv for Trumas Meiser if you put all your wheat in a pile, in a, in a carry, in a cree, and you smooth it out on top. You smooth it. 
That becomes, that becomes dogon, that becomes uh, a grain, and then yichai. The Torah tells us, this is the order. One, two, three, four. What happens if you do two, or I'm sorry, you do two and then one? Malchus. It says it's the right to get Malchus for going out of order. Says the Gemara, what happened was, I did two before one. In other words, I gave 10% of everything that I have to the Levi. Which means that in that 10%, there's 2% or there's a percentage that was owned by the Kayan. Not 2% of your 10%, but the percentage that was supposed to go to the Kayan in, in step number one went to the Levi instead. But it didn't happen when I had a pile. This happened before the pile. When it was still on, on the grain, it was still on the floor, whatever. So in that, at that point, there's no, there's no Malchus. You only chayev Malchus when there's a pile. The Chiddush says the Gemara, that since I did it then, it's not considered Mokta. The Levi doesn't have to go and take out of from his, what he got from the Israel, the blue part. The Kayin lost out, finished. The Levi is going to take out 10% from his 10%, which is step number four. But he's never going to get the blue. Okay. And that's the Chiddush. Even though blue was never taken, it's not considered Mokta. That's the Chiddush in the Mishnah. So let's see inside. So we understood that the truma, meaning nitla trumasai, that blue was taken. The Gemara is going to say no, it means purple. That's what truma was taken. Pshita. What's the chiddush that, that it's not mukta? Everything was done properly. I have one, two, three, four, every, all the steps were taken. Says the Gemara, let's he did two in front, before one. V'nit lahemeno trumas meiser, and step four trumas meiser that the levy gives ten percent of whatever he received to the coin as well. That he took. V'leinit lahemeno trumagdayla, but step number one was never done. V'chiyad amar rebavo amar shlokish meiserish and shikdimim b'shibalim patu metrumagdayla. You never have to take step one again. It's not the lady's responsibility. He doesn't have to do it. You give trumas Hashem, maaser mina maaser. What's maaser mina maaser? Look, purple is maaser mina maaser. He gets ten percent, and from the ten percent, he takes ten percent of the ten percent. That's maaser mina maaser. Maaser mina maaser. Amar tilocha. You were never entitled to the Trumagdailah, Mr. Levi. You're not mechayiv to give it. And it's, it's kedai to remember this for Papa and Abai for tomorrow. Although we're going to repeat it, but just remember it. Why are you telling me, Dafka, What's the Lashen? Shigdimo Bashibalim. That's in the ears. It's still connected. Say even in a situation where the guy did everything he needed to do. He made a nice pile. He smoothed out the top of the pile. Everything is great. I'm not going to talk about Martin Middledorf. Oh, Abe Newman is here. That, that, that's somebody Khashiv. Mati no, He knows he's Khashiv. Next. Mort Bloomberg. Rebeliezer Langer, I haven't spoken to you in ages. I know you're here every day. I see you all the time. Shalom Aleichem, HaGudvach. 
Snow? Welcome to, 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 to the Zoom. Ah. Rebellion user is here. I still don't know what he looks like. Yehuda Irlay, is he new? I, I, don't, I don't recognize that name. Shalom Aleichem Yehuda Irlay. No, he's old? Okay, he's old stuff. From everything, you should take trumom and memela. It comes to exclude the Cree. Says the Gemara, Mari Iso. So, this question needs a little bit of explanation because it makes a lot of sense that after you have a Cree, then you're no longer then you're chayiv and you chayiv malchus and everything. The Gemara says no, maybe it's the opposite. When it becomes a Cree, it becomes grain, it becomes Idgan, and it says in the Torah, the Goncha, makes a lot of sense. Before that, your potter, you don't have to give the Truma to the Kayan. If you mess up and you do step number two, that's it. The Levi doesn't do it. So what's Maiser Shani? Maiser Shani in this chart is step number three, which is you take 10%, but that goes to yourself. You take 10%, it goes to yourself, you can only eat in Yerushalayim. But you own hundreds of trees, what, are you going to start schlepping thousands of pounds of fruit? So what you do is, you, you redeem it, you sell it off, you take the cash, you take the cash to Yerushalayim, in Yerushalayim you buy fruit, food, whatever you need to do. So if it was already redeemed, and Hegdish that's already redeemed, what's the Chiddush that it's not Muktah? Says the Gemara, he did everything he needed to do besides adding the extra fifth. Fifth, we always say, is milabar. It's Gemara language fifth. It's really 25%. So in other words, if you have 100, you have to give 125. It's a fifth. After you have 125, it's 25. But before you have, if you have 100, it's 25. In other words, it's a quarter. It's 20% really. We call 20%, it's 25. Fine, fifth. Fifth. If you don't give the 20% or 25%, that choymesh is not going to stop it. It's not considered mokta. In other words, you did the right redemption. You'll have to pay another choymesh at a later time, but at this point, it's not mokta anymore. One more live, our tumas hayoveish, these beans called turmas, they're, they're good for goats. So they're not mokta. Dafke yoveish says the Gemara, if they're moist, even a goat, my time of the marloy achla, a goat, Refuses, it also has some sort of standard. It won't eat a turmas lach, only a turmas yavesh. Have a wonderful evening, Rabbi Sai, tomorrow, 7 15. If you are part of the MDY and you're coming tomorrow, do not show up, please. I am in a self imposed uh, quarantine. Hopefully, we get good news from a couple of people that are part of the shir that they they're negative. And therefore, I won't be in quarantine. But at this point, I'm not waiting for the test because I have good reason to believe that they are positive because of the way they are feeling, etc. So, Mela, I am in a little bit of quarantine. <laughs> How are you feeling, Gary? Nothing. Zero. Can't hear. Once he asked that question, he's... Do you think you have COVID, Gary? Just answer the question in front of 80 people. Most probably yes. Most probably yes. 
and you sit next to me within two feet, and you're not so careful about your mask. It slips a lot off your nose. So what does that say about me? Monty, this is bad news, Monty. Not, yeah, you can stop YouTube. I just hope Nachman Seltzer, he's also his mask likes to slip off his nose. And I don't, I don't wear a mask when I'm saying sheer. So, hello, maybe I'm the one that gave everybody the corona. That's what I believe. It was you. <laughs> you know, Yermi Gold was in my house on, Yermi Gold was on my, in my house at Shevardbrook's on Tuesday night.